I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. Coming to you live on Terrestrial Radio. Hundreds of stations across the country airing us. We're grateful to the program directors that choose this program. Also, we're heard on the internet, aftermath.fm. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can check us out online. Use your Bluetooth. Use your phone. Use your Wi-Fi radio. There are Wi-Fi radios available. Also, TalkStreamLive.com, where they actually list radio stations that air the program. And you can also listen to their feeds as well. We also have Aftermath.media. It's available to you if you want to listen to the show at a more convenient time. It's available by subscription. But not only do you get the show, but you get other shows and you get all kinds of cool things from videos to documents to things that you can do research. It's it's like a research library with all kinds of information loaded with information. It's worth the 10 buck investment a month, or you can do the $79 a year premium uh, subscription. It's available now this month. And then of course the $139 friends and family pass where you get three sub accounts along with your own. So go to aftermath.media and sign up. That's aftermath.media. Helps the show out. We really appreciate your support for sure. Tonight's show is one of those shows where I, uh, it was so important. The message is so important that I, I had an idea of what I wanted to say and then I added more to it. There was so much I wanted to get to and say to it. I had to add so much to the show. I spent my whole afternoon thinking about what I was talking about. In the process, I was able to. I don't know. I was I was able to watch news shows. I, I I took in a movie. Well, let me just tell you about the irony here. So the ironic thing is that I was switching channels, and I landed on Cinemax. Okay, I didn't know I had Cinemax in my cable. You know, we have so much stuff going on. So many streaming systems, whether it be, you know, Prime Video, Disney Video, all these things. Because you know, got a teenager at home who wants to watch all these shows. So we have Cinemax. I don't even think Cinemax is a paid thing. Maybe not. I don't know. Didn't know we had it. But I, but I watched a little bit of V for Vendetta. It was on the screen. And I was watching it again because I was curious about just how accurate it was and how far it went in predicting the future. Around the same time last year, I think you may remember that I did a show called COVID Vendetta. And I realized that the movie was a parable, a, a bit of predictive programming in a way. The story of V for Vendetta was set in the year 2020. And the film came out in 2005. And... Many people at the time said that the film went a bit too far. And the comic book it was based on was a bit harsh, too. But, but, but now we're living in the dystopia it predicted. I, we can't stop and wonder if the film didn't go far enough. The parallels to real world 2020 are alarming. Uh, for those that have seen v for, v for Vendetta, you know that there's the St. Mary's virus. St. Mary's virus unleashes a pandemic on the world, cripples the United States. There's a guy named Louis Prothero who's this, he's kind of like this belligerent uh, speaker, mouthpiece for the government. And he calls the United States the ulcered sphincter of Acerica, USA. He thinks he's being cute by calling it the ulcered sphincter of Acerica. But it took a lot of cojones, I think, to release this film after 9-11, it was 2005, so it was you know, four years after 9-11, 
where there, there's a terrorist named V and says things like violence can be used for good and sometimes blowing up a building can change the world. It just goes to show you that Alan Moore, the guy who wrote it, and, and the Wachowskis, the, the directors, had an eye for the future and the anarchy that would be sparked when people are forced into giving up their rights for fascist takeovers. The movie's most enduring symbol is a mask, one that was adopted as a sign of real-world protest by the hacktivist group Anonymous in the early 2010s, also Occupy Wall Street, if you remember that. That was the most widely known activist movement in the United States. They were wearing these masks, too. Unfortunately, a grinning Guy Fox mask, the Guy Fox mask that they were wearing, Guy Fox, it meant to denote an anonymous solidarity glossed over something vital about institutional oppression, et cetera, et cetera. It wasn't applied equally. There was a lot of craziness going on. Everybody had their own little cause, just like, you know, with the color revolution we had this past year or last summer. Now a mask means something else, right? Maybe it still has merits as some sort of symbol that could be, well, could mean both oppression and, and, uh, and freedom. Just depends on where you stand politically, I guess. Unfortunately, it was all supposed to be about the mask. It was all supposed to be about health and well-being. But as we see in V for Vendetta, the powerful choose to exploit terror as a tool for control and demonizes those who rebel against the tyranny. I mean, V for Vendetta isn't particularly concerned with details. I mean, Creepy concessions to fascists are recounted in a bleak cascade and resistance is sparked by a single dramatic act of a young girl being shot. And that was the breaking point for this movie. We've had a number of these, I guess you'd call them flashpoints over the past year, one of them being George Floyd. But the, but the biggest one now is in the making. A storm is brewing. But this time, it's not a simple one. It's a huge hurricane and it may be coming our way. The hurricane is a metaphor, of course, but it's an important metaphor for now. More than ever, this metaphor should be something you, you should be thinking about. And, and as I do these shows every night, and I warn people about coming storms, I, I want so desperately for people to heed my warning and prepare accordingly. I think one of our biggest weaknesses is how the media and most others, you know, the other talk shows out there, they tend to use politics and political saviors to gloss over how much work it is to defend democracy, how much the people you need to stand beside you in protest actually prefer the rule of fascism as long as the fascists align with them politically. You understand this, right? They prefer fascism as long as the fascists say, well, I'm, I'm on the same side you are. I mean, this is how... You know, this is how we are now in this country. Institutions aren't built for democracy, but for normalcy. And how the people running them will always choose the latter over the former. The new normal we're hearing about all the time. We're, they're asking us right now to prepare for this new normal in the midst of this unquenched vendetta, okay? Whether it be a perceived fraudulent election or a disease that leveled small businesses or people who are sick of being held in their lockdown, uh, lockdown prisons. The world is growing tired of all of the lies and oppression. They're getting tired of it all, and, 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 and we're seeing the results. You know, I've been asked on several occasions what my show is all about, and I tell them that I'm a 
weatherman. I wanted to be a weatherman when I grew up. I, I said that's what I said. I mean, I, when I was a kid, what second grade, third grade, I was writing little weather books and making weather whatever. I was making my own little wind vanes and my own barometers with balloons and elastic bands and. That's what I did because I was into the weather. I loved it. I love storms. I made a little nephoscope so I could see how the clouds would move. My grandmother used to give me money all the time so I could buy new equipment. I bought one of those wind vanes. And I bought one of those wind speed things out of a science book. But see, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to be a weatherman. I tell people now that I'm a weatherman. I sense coming storms. and I predict, actually predict when they hit or when they may hit. And I've often said, well, I'm kind of a storm crow. I mean, most storms are easy to predict, like a dark winter or summer of transition. But the weather I talk about is not always the weather that affects us, like rain or heat, even though I do talk about that. The storms I predict are the geopolitical ones. The storm I want to address tonight is one that I believe can and will reach hurricane level by this fall or maybe sooner. It's best you be prepared for that. Now, take a look at what's happening in countries around the world. You need to brace yourself because like a contagion, we're going to see things spread like a storm that's forming. It's going to be like a huge hurricane. It's going to be blowing everywhere, going everywhere. The world is about to burst at its seams. And there is this, stup- this what I call the superstorm that's building right now. People in other countries who are Desperate for resources are rising up now. People who are tired of the tyranny are rising up now. Now, if you can pry yourself away from the mainstream propaganda machine in the United States, we're going to see, we're going we're gonna to talk about tonight, we're going to talk about the trouble that's ahead at this moment. The trouble that's going on in various places around the world and whether or not these storms that are kicking up the high winds and the and whatever you want to call it, the tension, the maelstrom, could be coming our way, and it could be a, a major clash in this country because of what is about to go down. And I can't give you, I can't give you exact dates. I can't give you exact uh, details. But what I can tell you is, is that there is that that moment where you put your finger in the air. And you sense the wind and where it's blowing. And you know where the winds are blowing. And you know if a storm is coming. And you sense it in every every part of your being. You feel it. I know you feel it. I know that you listening to me tonight and, and what you've been seeing and what you're reading. If you're reading and seeing anything, you're feeling that storm that's forming that could come. That could come at any moment or it could come in a few months. It could come in a few weeks. But that storm is very real right now. We're going to talk about it tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.